Welcome to another episode of one of the best podcasts in the world where we talk about sex, health, and therapy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the famous Therapy Thoughts. Yes, with your host, <laughs> Abby and... <laughs> and Antonio. <laughs> crowd goes wild you got it abby you got it my love hell yeah yeah i was just riffing that whole thing i didn't know i was gonna say that until i said it i believe it (laughs) you you, (laughs) i love that you think i didn't believe that like oh i should tell him that (laughs) that was all just off the top of my head yeah (laughs) um anyway um i wanted to tell you Mm. That I got a new lamp this weekend. Yo, like yo, lamp. Like it's like my living room floor lamp now. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I got it, and I'm really excited. I've been looking for a floor lamp for literally like months. Why? Like months. I didn't know Why didn't you tell me? I would have loved to go floor lamp shopping with you. I fucking love shopping. Really? Yeah, I love shopping. Dude, when, we, when you come back, we'll go shopping. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Like, that's what some... God. I I need, like... I want to go furniture shopping. I was supposed to go this weekend. Um, didn't. But I need to get, like, a lounge chair or accent chairs for my living room still. So. What do you mean lounge chairs or accent chairs? Don't you have one already? Like a... Mm, I have one in my bedroom. I'm mm. just staying there. And then I only have my couch in my living room, actually. I don't have, like, any other chairs. Didn't you have one? Oh, you probably moved it from your bedroom. I moved it, yeah. Got it. I moved it into my bedroom. The pink Got one? It. Yeah, whichever one yeah. that when we did that other podcast with – what's your face? And, with Rachel. Mm. And uh, I sat on that couch, right? Or in that chair. Yeah. I felt like I was in an interview. I kind of wasn't. I was being interviewed. You were in an interview. You, were. <laughs> you really were. I got a I got a freaking dinosaur blanket. Oh, dude. So it's a blanket <laughs> that has a dinosaur head on it. Like you can wear the head. It's so oh my cute. God. Yeah. It's not like a full like imagine Toad from Mario. You know like those little those little yeah. guys? It's like yeah. that. Like a hat almost. Oh, that's cute. So it's like a hat, and then you wear the blanket around you, but it also has these little fingers, like dinosaur hands. <laughs> and I love them so much. And I like put it on immediately after I bought it while Christine is like trying to return something. I put it on and I just go, Rawr. <laughs> and she goes, Not the gay hands, not the dinosaur gay hands. Gay hands? Yeah, because I put them in front of me just like kind of limply, like, Rawr. Oh. You know, yeah. Like, Rawr. <laughs> I can see you doing that. I'm yeah. surprised you have that already, honestly. Same. Well, it's also <laughs> perfect because I'm going to like this small weekend event um, for like music and just kind of hanging with friends, camping, and I already have like two onesies, so this is just going mm-hmm. perfectly with them, right? Where's the event and when? It's in. San Diego, somewhere near San Diego, like one of the canyons, and it's Friday through Sunday. Lovely. 
Yeah, dude, I'm really, really stoked about it. It's just going to be music and dancing and chilling and people and yeah, it's great. Who's doing the music? And is it like a festival or is it just friends putting it on? It's it's an event, but my friend is either part of the organization or part of the community that put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's gone to a bunch of times before, and she's like, either she either said this is the first or second time that they opened it up to people outside of the organization. Mm. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, they do it like pretty regularly, but it's like not going to be that big. But it's just going to be music oriented, right? Yeah, it sounds sick. You'll have to let me know how it is. Yeah, I'll take some videos. I'll let you know. Um, I freaking, I just like one thing that my friend told me when I was trying to decide if I was going to go to that music festival in San Diego or go down to Mexico. What he said was just follow the music. I'm like, you're right, dude. So I followed <laughs> the music, and here I am, freaking stoked about life. Just following the music around. Yeah, it just speaks to me, dude. Yeah. I feel like music speaks to me maybe the way that art speaks to you. Yeah, maybe. It just, like, flows, right? Like, you are so creative, and you just have to bring it out. Like, you do so much art. Yeah, like, I legitimately – I brought two canvases and a bunch of paints and stuff to my parents' house. I love that. We should paint together. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, that'd be so much fun. We're at, and then for me, I just have to dance all the time. Like, I have to be moving, and it feels so good. It just, like, comes out of me, right? Yeah. My friend texted me tonight saying, like, if I'm coming back to L.A. next Saturday – or, mm-hmm. sorry, next Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and I'm free, I should come because she has tickets to this, like – short film screening for like outfest fudge yeah dude um fudge yeah and her friend i guess like wrote and created a one of the shorts in the festival that's awesome that's why she's going and so i'm really excited about it and i'm going to go to that next weekend and it's at the chinese theater yo that's Um, so cool yeah, and I've never done anything for Outfest before. Nor have I. Uh, I have some friends that are, like, really in film, right? Like, you and mm-hmm. Kava and Adrian and a lot of people in film. I just, like, have never gotten into it. And then I checked out, like, the program and stuff, and they said they're having this party on the 31st. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I think I'm going to go to that. I RSVP'd, and it's, like, this rooftop party for Hell Outfest. Yeah. And there's going to be, like, DJs and a lot of, like, like trans DJs and, and LGBTQ um, people there as, like, the main event, I guess. Um, but also, like, you're dancing on a rooftop. Yeah. So I'm excited. I love how it's, like, the attraction are the queer people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was kind of like looking at the invite being like, what is it going to be? And it was just a string of people's names. So I was like, okay, this sounds fun. (laughs) Sounds like people at a party. That is definitely one thing that I had to remember was like how 
parties can just be people put together, right? Yeah, I, I really get that. I'm like, yeah. well, what will we do? And it's like, yeah. well, people are just going to be people and talk. Hang on. Yeah, they can just talk. They'll be fine. Uh, it was actually really nice because this weekend I went to go see my sisters or for one of my sisters and she has two daughters and a husband mm-hmm. and a partner. And it was just really interesting because we got to talk, you know, and it's been like the first time since we've had a really serious talk in a while, especially with her as a parent. And uh, on Saturday we had to do a lot of driving together. So we just talked, you know, didn't listen to any music, just talked. And we went to the beach for an hour and just talked some more. I'm like, dude, I love this shit. It's so nice. Talking is so therapeutic. Talking is so nice. Yeah. I, yeah. And it was just really interesting, too, because we talked about, um, you know, her being a parent, different parenting styles, uh, just life in general, our background, because, like, things with our dad. We have, like, different moms, so things with yeah. her mom, things with my mom, right? Um, How old is she? She's 39. She's going to turn 40 soon. Nice. Yeah, she's the the oldest out of all of us. Mm. And it was just really freaking good, dude. It was really good. Um, nice. What was really interesting is just like being around a family again, you know? Yeah. Uh, but with small children, because I was with a family in Colorado, but mm. the girl, the daughter's 12 or 14, I want to say. Um, 14. 14? 12 or 14, anyway. Mm-hmm. And then my nieces are one and three, which is super different, right? Right. One and three, yeah. And it's three. like you're a baby with nothing. Like you just are like a little like clump of clay. And then you're three years old and you're a full-fledged human being. Uh, yeah, but also, yeah, it's just weird. It's just so weird. I don't know the last time you've been around a baby. When was like a lot, like, but uh, it's just, it's wild, lot. man. They're cute. They're really cute. Probably the last time I've been around a baby was like on an airplane. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean like tending to a baby, right? Mm. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I've ever really tended to a baby um babysitting yeah no that's turned into a baby (laughs) i mean like i don't know if i ever like babysat a a kid that young Mm, yeah it's really interesting like i it was really cool because the one-year-old she is just like so clear with her communication and i just appreciate it so much (laughs) Because that's all I freaking talk about, dude. Like, she doesn't use full-on sentences. Um, For example, I will go up to her, and I always ask, like, can I pick you up? Or can I, like, hold your hand or something, right? Again, going back to, like, that consent episode that we had. um, Just so that they can practice saying yes or no. Mm -hmm. And I go up to this little one, and I go, can I pick you up? And she just goes, no. I'm like, all right cool. <laughs> Another time she goes, yeah, I'm like, awesome. And then we hang out for a little bit, you know? 
He's just not feeling it one moment and that's great. Yeah, dude. It's super. I think that people just forget like they're also humans and have like feelings and the whole thing. Like, yeah, you, you want be, you wouldn't want to be held every single time someone else wanted to be held. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I would still want boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I ask. And that was like something that we also talked about, like me and my sister, because when she's parenting, like she knows that kids are going to get into anything, right? They're going to do whatever they're going to, they just have to explore. They have to explore and fail in a safe space, right? And like as a parent, you have to think of all the ways that they can do it. And when they and they're going to figure out some random way that you never thought of like getting into danger or hurting themselves or whatever. Right. And which is like just a good thing. Like it's not a bad thing. It's just that they're exploring and they have to figure out the, the world. Um, but she, my sister was talking about how she has to set boundaries early on. For example, say like the kids are climbing on the counter or, uh, like on a chair or something. She goes, you can climb here, but you see this oven over here, you cannot touch it. You cannot climb over here. That is my one rule. Other than that, you can do whatever. And they go, all right, cool. And then they follow those boundaries. Of course, every once in a yeah. while, as a kid, you have to like test it, right? Right. But, but at least it's like understood. Like this is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. And I'm serious about it, right? Yeah. And like giving them examples of setting boundaries and being able to communicate. Mm-hmm. So what were certain things you talked about with your sister? Um, uh, a lot of that. Um, a lot of that. It was very, very interesting. Parent, like parenting is just so wild. Like her life is just work and then parenting. And I applaud her. I applaud parents in general. I, it no. made me realize how much I don't want to be a parent. <laughs> like every like, time you're like, yeah, this solidifies it. <laughs> like they're cool, dude. But also like, it's so nice to be able to give kids back at the end of the day. Like, And I also feel like you, you have a lot of nephews and nieces. And I have four nieces and one nephew. Is there a gender neutral term for that? Uh, I don't know, actually. That's a great question. Let me look I'm that up. Sure Gender like, neutral. There, I don't. I really can't think of one. <laughs> a gender neutral term used <laughs> to refer to child of one sibling. Wait, a child of one sibling as a replacement for nep- for niece and nephew yeah. is called nibbling. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Really? And I. B L I N G, nibbling. No. Why like, do they? <sighs> like a niece or nephew sibling nibbling. Why does that sound so silly? It is silly. That's why. <laughs> oh, nibbling. No. The gender neutral term is a blend nibbling. of niece, nephew, and sibling. In other words, nibblings are your ch- siblings' children. You learn new things every day. It's really true. Let's look up aunt and uncle. Oh my god, it's worse. Is it like number? <laughs> uh, no, it's worse. It's so for your parents' sibling, it's pibbling. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh 
no. I wish I didn't learn these things. <laughs> Some things are better left unknown. <laughs> it really is. Ignorance is bliss, dude. It really is. One thing with parenting is that we can take for granted is thinking that kids should already know what to expect and should already know the rules and everything. Um, and sometimes that's because we're projecting a lot of our issues onto them. We can just talk about projecting in general, but it's just so fascinating how quick we are to assume so many things, even of beings that know nothing, right? Right. Uh, is there something that you've been projecting lately or feel like have learned about projection? <laughs> There's something. I feel like we're constantly projecting. Um, even if like we don't know it, but we're constantly projecting our own inner feelings onto other people. Um, I mean, I always project my anxieties onto others, but I try not to let it like take hold, you know? Yeah. 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 I do. Uh, do you want to go into either what that looks like or how you prevent it? Yeah. I mean, what it looks like is, um, let's say I haven't heard from someone in a few hours Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of like, Oh, I think, I think about how they, they might be, purposefully ignoring me and that they hate me now and are just like never going to speak to me again. Yeah. Um, And they're like, Oh, this girl, like this, she's so annoying. Oh my God. I can't believe she's texting me. Um, when reality, it's not like that. It's hardly ever like that. It is hardly ever like that. It's like, they're just busy. They're just living their lives and doing something else. The amount of times that I've thought that and then they text and then I don't see it for whatever length of time, right? Or like, you know, when you have your phone open and you get a text, but you close it at the same time. Yeah. And so it registers as you read it, but you didn't read it. But it's like, what if the person normally responds pretty, pretty quickly? Well, I'm just saying like, in you know, there's just like different examples. But my point being yeah. is, is just sometimes like there's just been so many times where like you forget or they forget or there's just, there's always going to be something, right? There are so many examples. And especially with people that have shown you different ways that they care about you and can give you security. Like those are, those are probably the exact moments to be, to, to be practicing that, right? Right. I just, um, yeah, it's hard for me. And then I, yeah. I try to calm myself down and be like, likelihood is, it's pretty high that it's nothing. I just, things like really mess with my head in my past um, in terms of like, uh, what do you call it? What's the statistical, scientific, like like data points, I guess? Data points? Like my data points are really skewed. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. Like it's, you would, 
Ah, dude. Yeah, you can just keep going. I just <laughs> brain kind of blew. But anyway, continue. Um, like, cause I, I want to think rationally, and I, I recently did this like attachment theory test online that you can do. At, um, I think it's like the attachmentproject.com. Oh, was it from the Cosmo? <laughs> oh no, it's legitimate. Okay, um, but I did it like a couple years ago, and I got an anxious attachment, and. I feel like I've been doing a lot of work recently to make myself more secure. So I took it again, like last week or something, and I got anxious again. And I was kind of like, dang, I I really thought that I um, had been doing better or, or whatever. I mean, these tests are not like super sensitive and there's 20 questions or something. So like, what can it really know for sure? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I was doing the questions and the first part is like about your parents because it's it stems with your how you were raised as a child um, and it stems from that is what your attachment was, how much you were like uh, seen and intended uh, to when you were a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. And it goes to your mother and your father or your, it kind of does like your caregiver, you know? Yeah. And... When I did the questions for them, I was like, yes, 100% or like 90, 80%. I did feel cared for. I always was like attended to. My needs were met. So like mm-hmm. that should have, lent, that should have um, led itself to a secure person. But I realized because it started asking me like partner questions. Yeah. And friend questions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the reason why I'm anxiously attached is not because of my parents because of my history and dating and friendships yeah i mean the like all these formative relationships friendship dating and parents all impact you in different ways they really do yeah and some some have said that like our parents don't actually impact us as much as we think they do. Mm, interesting. Depending on like, like, yeah, if they, if it was extremely traumatic or it's traumatic in any way, or there was abuse there, like that definitely impacts you um, when you're a kid. But other than that, um, your, your genetics really change who you are. Yeah. More than your parents' parenting style. Um, and also your, the people who are around you, like your peers, impact you mm-hmm. really heavily. Um, so anyway, I, my data points are skewed with like past relationships. So that's why I feel pretty insecure because I'm a, like a logical person. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, the data is pointing to this. So therefore everything yeah. would be like this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I've had my ex call me. I I told you this before, but yeah, I had him call me and say, um, out of the blue, I just want to let you know how much I love you and how much I care about you. And you're just so amazing. And I love having you in my life. And then a week later he broke up with me just like out of the blue. (laughs) 
So yeah, I just, I really don't know what to expect. Yeah. And it's also just like, I think we kind of touched, we've talked on it, talked about it before is just saying how when you don't suspect it to happen, it happens. And then when that, when you have that emotion, then everything points to it happening. Right. Right. And it's really hard. It's really hard to work through because it's like, you feel crazy because your alarm has been set to high, like high sensitivity. Yeah. But you feel like you have to turn off the alarm, even if you feel weird. Right. And it's just like, you feel like you can't trust yourself in a lot of different ways. And maybe this is the time when I should be listening to it or the next time, or maybe my friend's just wrong or I know better or whatever it may be. Right. But yeah, it's there's having those different those skewed data points really can inhibit you however that's also a good time to test it with different people and also test it with your close loved ones like for example you know i'm always going to be there for you right like there'll be times where i don't text because i'm probably either sleeping from a night out or i'm out You know, but you know, I'm like always here for you, right? Yeah. And same for you. Yeah. I do know that. I really fucking know that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. And, but again, deciding, going back to like our other conversation, you have to decide when you're going to be scared and like lean into it. Right. Right. It does take a lot of courage. It does take a lot of bravery to be willing to say, I'm not listening to my defense mechanisms. I'm not, I'm not listening to my over to my maybe at the time or could be classified as like overreactive, like sensitive, or we'll say sensitive or my sensitivities rather than overreactive. I will choose to be a little open and vulnerable despite my sensitivities being alerted. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all hard shit, dude. This is like harder than just going up to people. This has got, this has got some internal stuff. Like if you go up and talk to people and it goes weird, you just don't have to talk to those people. But if if it's something internal, you're stuck with yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is some real work, some real stuff. And I know it's hard, but you're, you've done so much work that remember the security is there. The security mm-hmm. is there. You have people that love and care about you. These <sighs> past relationships, as we can, as everyone can tell you, are skewed data points, right? Yeah. I have so many skewed data points. I don't say so many, but you do have more than the average. I also was thinking, I was talking to my friend the other day about like cheating and how guys, um, or how at least, my friend, she said her first kiss was with a guy who had a girlfriend. Um, they were like 14. Oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> and she said that, um, you know, she might have an internal dis- or in, uh, ingrained like distrust of, of guys because her first kiss was literally with a guy that had a girlfriend. So I heard that similar thing, not like the cheating part with guy having a girlfriend but like because of past 
dynamics with men that women don't trust men, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about, like, when she said that, I was thinking, you know, I've had, um, I've, I've had sex with guys who at least three of them, I can't, maybe three or four had girlfriends. Oh my God. At the time and didn't, well, okay. Three out of the four didn't tell me until after the fact. Three out of the four. (laughs) I mean, we're staying honest. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I mean, again, for me, there's a lot of things there that could be handled just through communication. Um, And it's really fucked up, but more, but going to the important part of your friend, it's like, yeah, dude, that's really shitty. It's really traumatic. And the fact that it keeps happening is even worse. Right. Cause then it's like, is it me or is this just every time? Right. Is it external or is it internal? And then you really have to believe that it's just like, if you've done the work and it's just, for example, like with you, right? Like you've done the work, you've done a lot of stuff. You just have weird data points, right? Yeah. It's not you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in 90% of that situation, of those situations, I had no idea. And I was really, really pissed to find out after the fact. So, but it's like, you know, how, do, how would I have known? Yeah, yeah, more communication, but on their part. Yeah, fully, fully, fully. You, you're fine. You're so far. It sucks. So yeah, there's like, there's a distrust of that, um, for sure. I mean, there's obviously again, it goes to so many people, unfortunately. And the hard part is that it's there's just so many things attached to it, right? It's stereotyping at its at its finest, um, but in a subtle way, right? Uh, for let's just take that same example because then it's like how we can then if we just have those data points we can just assume men are always cheating right and like if we had an extreme case where every guy that you like hooked up with and say you only hooked up with five people every guy or five guys that every guy is like cheating because those are the only people that are going to be interested in me um or whatever right so then we can have the stereotype of like, okay, men are always cheating. So then it makes it really difficult for you to move past that perception, that stereotype, right? And it just, it's sad because it can really affect how you interact with other people. I mean, it makes sense why you have that stereotype, but it just really prevents us from having some deeper connections because we have these guards up, right? Right. Uh, taking every interaction as their individual like of course still learn for everything from everything but it's hard to like put away these stereotypes it is hard but i guess how to move forward is to take people at face value and get to know them slowly true let them reveal themselves and just kind of take it as it comes I think that's great advice. I think that's a great way of putting it, my love.
I was talking to a friend of mine about how like I don't want to be on the apps and but it's also really hard to meet people mm -hmm. without the app. I don't think so. What do you mean it's really hard to meet people? Well, so my friend was saying that she meets people out um, in public, like out in the wild. Yeah, same. Pretty, pretty regularly re recently because she's been going out alone. Yeah. Dude, it's so fun. You have to do it. Yeah. And like she felt like when she was in, when she was going out with friends or even just like one friend, people wouldn't normally like come up to her. Mm -hmm. The last few times when she's been out alone, she's had still way more, way more people come up and talk to her because it's like less intimidating, I guess. Yeah. And she's had like so much success with just getting people's numbers and going mm -hmm. on stuff with people through that. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking about that and Normally, I would be scared to go out to a bar by myself just because I'm sitting at the bar and I'm like, oh, is everyone going to think of, is everyone going to notice me and be like, she's alone and that's weird. And it's that's like, cool. no, no one's looking at you. Like, no, everyone's like in their own world. Um, true. So true. Remember going back to we're not the center of everyone's attention. Yeah, we are not the center of the world. Um, and I do think like when I've been alone doing the things that I do on my own, typically like grocery shopping mm -hmm. or going to the gym or like, I don't know, just like little errands, people do come up and talk to me mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like, sometimes I'm weirded out by it. Cause I'm like, why do people think that I'm so friendly? <laughs> Because you are friendly, Abby. I know, but it's like they don't even know that about me. Yeah, it's just your energy. You have approachable energy, which is yeah. awesome. But when I go out or go to a movie or something, like I'm more inclined to go with someone or ask someone to go to an event that I want to go to with me mm -hmm. than like go to it alone and. I'll feel, I usually feel like pretty socially anxious and just kind of intimidated by all the people. Yeah, appropriately so. I mean, mm -hmm. like at first, right? Uh huh. But it's, I find going alone to events so freeing. So freeing. And yeah, at first it's like very nervous, like a lot of nerves. Mm -hmm. um, for example, again, I went to that music festival alone. Yeah. One, like just, yeah, just by myself. And then I'm, and I wore a squirrel onesie and got there basically at the first set at like 1230 and it went until 11. So no one's there in the, in the beginning. And I went there and got there super early and I would just be in the middle of this outdoor venue just dancing by myself and i was terrified <laughs> and yeah, then were you yeah first i'm just like this like at first it feels weird because especially when it's so ob like obvious in a way it can feel yeah. just genuine but after a while just like 
really relaxing into it, you go, no, this is just for me, like my space. Like I get to do it. Like whenever I go dancing alone, I'm like, I get to do whatever I want. It's like complete anonymity. (laughs) You know what I mean? Anonymity? Anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. Anemone. Um, (laughs) And I get to be whoever I want. I get to act however I want. I get Mm -hmm. to do whatever I want. And that just means I get to be me to the fullest. Hence why I went to an event by myself, a weekend event by myself in a flying squirrel onesie in the middle of it, right? Like that just meant I got to be myself to the fullest. Yeah. And people can choose to engage with me or not. Right. Right. I mean, I think that the squirrel onesie is such a key element of this too, because people came up to you or noticed you or remembered you because of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And like ask you about it. And it's a really good conversation piece, Mm -hmm. but you were also just doing it because you wanted to. Yeah. I really. To make like a point. Yeah. I really thought about it in the morning. I was like, do I wear pants and a black t-shirt and look very good, look very boy? Mm-hmm. Um, or do I wear yeah. a fuzz? Or yeah, do I wearing a, it's a, it is a good outfit. Wear city black, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or do I wear my flying squirrel onesie with short shorts underneath and a tank top or comfortable t-shirt? And I'm just comfortable throughout the day. And I get to be myself. And I'm like, but it'll be really scary. I chose the latter. And it was really great. So going to, I mean, you don't have to go to like this degree, but going by yourself is really great. Because you just, you do meet so many people. Yeah. Um, I went to this event on Saturday night, last Saturday. And it was like, a it was a friend of mine from middle school who like moved to LA mm-hmm. and she was doing this housewarming for her place in Silver Lake and it was like a legit home um that she moved into with three other people and then they did this huge puppet show in the back wow. and it had a theme so it was like dress like a dream or a nightmare was the theme <laughs> and a bunch oh. of people came in outfits like to the theme. Yeah. And I didn't go all out. Um, but I was, I regretted not doing it because all these people looked so cool and it was almost like a Halloween party again. And like, I noticed all these people's outfits and I just wanted to like go up to them and talk to them about them. Yeah. It, it was such an easy end to a conversation. Uh-huh. Um, like I like your your lobster that's on your shoulder that you like, how did you make that? Yeah. Um, and there's this girl who was wearing earrings that were like legitimately craft singles. <laughs> <laughs> she like pierced through the craft singles paper, like the plastic and then just put it in her ear as, as like dangly earrings. So I went up to her and I asked her about the earrings. I love that dude. I love that so much. I think that that's something that can be practiced even outside of events. Like I do that at at so many events, but also do that at a coffee shop. For example, like say someone's wearing glasses, you can say like, hey, I really like your glasses. And 
entanglement and then be able to talk to them about that. Uh, like recently I was at a coffee shop. Um, I was at Stereoscope. I love freaking love Stereoscope. Where uh, is that? It's an Echo Park. Highly suggest. Uh-huh. Stereoscope's really nice. Uh, it's a good place to work too. And I see this girl. I'm just like, wow, she's really pretty. So I just say, hi, you're really pretty. Do you know the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> My God. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, it's right there. I'm like, cool. Then we go throughout our day and I have to move because I charge, I have need to charge my laptop. Eventually she does the same thing kind of close to me. I'm about to leave and I look over and I'm like, oh, like I see that you have VS code open, which is like an ID, like a something for software developers um, yeah. to actually code on. And I go, oh, but like what software engineer are you? We started talking about that and how she's mm-hmm. a PhD student in like, I want to say AI or mm. data modeling, one of the two, machine learning, something something along those lines. Cool. Um, and I'm like, dude, you're so cool. And we just connected. And I got our number. And like, I'm not in town for a bit, but like, can I, can I come, like, call you when I come back? And she goes, yeah, I'd really like that. I'm like, cool. You know, just people are really open to talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at the Potter studio this weekend and was going up the elevator Mm -hmm. and this girl was standing there and I think she like works there. I'd seen her maybe once or twice before, um, Mm -hmm. standing there waiting for the elevator. And I just, I'm like, Oh, you seem nice. I didn't say that but (laughs) in my mind, but I was like, okay, I'm getting nervous. And then I just looked down and I saw that she had really cool shoes on. And I was like, I like your shoes. Those are so cool. So then we just, talked about the shoes and like she was really open to um telling me about them and giving me the recommendation and she was like oh do you are you like a member up here and I was like yeah um and then we got to the floor and she was like have a good day so it was nice that's cute that's really cute and One thing I bought my- shoes <laughs> what I I like the next night I couldn't stop thinking about the shoes because it's the market for like new boots uh-huh. and i bought them hell yeah dude i love that that's so cute i'm always a huge fan of rex um plus it's like such a good way to start a conversation um, mm-hmm. i always find like the tricky part is tr- like transitioning the conversation uh because you know say like you actually want to keep talking to her just for whatever reason uh it's just like okay from boots to something right and she, i think she did a good job of saying like oh do you are you in this pottery like are you a member right um mm-hmm. then you can transition to that like something kind of semi semi-related um, yeah like if you're at uh say like your event that you were just discussing the um, dress like a dream or a nightmare yeah i really like your outfit and then eventually say like how did you hear about this event right yeah, like, who do you know? Yeah. Well, it's, like, not – it doesn't have to be, like, who do you know? It is always funny whenever people ask you ask me, like, who do you know? I'm, like, I don't know anyone. Like, you're the first person right. I'm talking to. <laughs> like, yeah. That's really funny because they go, like, oh, I thought you knew these people because of whatever. I'm, like, nope, you're the first person. I know that you'll have that – like, you have that skill, too. But, like, transitioning the conversation is – is such yeah. a such a skill 
Yeah, I do feel like I'm I'm so awkward sometimes. <laughs> it's just like my mood, I think. Sometimes I'm like the most suave, funny <laughs> person and like coolest person and I'm just like in a just like on I'm just on one. Yeah, dude. But then 80% of the time I'm just like so awkward and weird. <laughs> and people will look at me and smile and I just literally like start blushing and run away. <laughs> 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 I mean that's so cute that's so fucking cute dude uh I get it though like it it is a mood thing right there are definitely people that I have wanted to keep talking to but I'm like I'm too tired like I I just can't I don't have the bandwidth so then I kind of have to cut the the thing short but then there's other times where I'm like stoked about life I'm like you are someone interesting and it's just a reality right like sometimes you say weird things sometimes you just have the energy sometimes you don't yeah um good oh i was just gonna say like we can transition to a new topic unless you wanted to keep talking oh i think i can touch a little bit more on it um for example i went on or like i met up with a friend and i remember we went for coffee and eventually towards the end of like the coffee i was getting tired but in my head i was like i really enjoy this like i'm really having fun and i really like this person and typically like i have like a two hour maybe four hour long like thing with a person right like otherwise i just kind of go home and recuperate but then i thought about i was like i really like this i'm going to decide to put in more energy and so i followed with do you want to go get food and so instead of just saying like okay this was fun just engaging a little bit more right and then Mm -hmm. choosing to do more and more and because of that like really got a good friend out of it because i wanted to put in that energy like right more importantly deciding um like having decisions is really key it is like being aware in the moment yeah Um, and like yeah i remember doing that when i was this was maybe this was in like 2018 summer i was doing this summer program at ucla film school um and it was like a class that i'd be joining for the whole summer Mm -hmm. with a group of people that was maybe like 40 classmates um Mm -hmm. summer class and then we'd all be interning while we were doing night classes at UCLA. That's cool. So it was really cool. Um, but basically, I didn't know anyone. And there was like a meet and greet at the school, at the college, um, with like hors d'oeuvres or whatever, where we would, it would be the first time we'd ever meet our classmates that we'd be spending the summer with. And mm. I remember pulling up in the um, garage with my car and just being like, I'm so nervous right now. Like I am checking my reflection in the mirror. I'm worried about like how I'm going to come off to these people and just like super nervous to meet new people without knowing anyone going in. But then I just kind of looked at myself and I was like, you know what? You're just going to go in there and you're going to strike up a conversation with someone and see where it goes. I love that. Like, 
don't be shy. And so I went in and I like kind of breathed deeply and I was like, okay, you got this. And then I just walked in and there was a group of people that seemed fine just talking in a circle. <laughs> they seemed <laughs> fine. <laughs> Not fine, but like they didn't seem too intimidating. Um, and they were just talking in a circle already. So I literally just walked into the circle and I was like, hey, what are you talking about? Um, Dude, I love that. Just shared like, <laughs> what are you all talking about? <laughs> yeah, just like, because hey, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm really bad at small talk yeah <laughs> oh my no, god no 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 like not you not you oh, sorry okay. I'm off wrong no like small <laughs> talk like, it was more like yeah relatable I freaking oh, hate yeah. talk. like I hate it it's so mm-hmm. boring yeah I hate it too I'm just like let's get to the meat of this yeah straight up it's either like telling good comp like telling good stories, cracking jokes, or asking like serious questions. Yeah, that's okay. That's probably one of the reasons why we get along so well. True, dude. So true. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So I went in and I talked to this group of people, and then they ended up being like my friends for the whole summer. Fuck yeah. So you just you never know. You just gotta decide. Like I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna put the effort in. And people are going to receive me pretty well, probably. Yeah, dude. Really, it just like takes one. Oh, there's like this movie. It was, I think it had Pat, like Matt Damon in it, and it was about like buying out a zoo. It's like we don't know how to run a zoo or something like that, and they didn't know how to run a zoo, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, but in the movie, we bought a zoo. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, and then in it, it's just like. You know how I how I met your mom? And I go, no. Well, I was walking by and and I saw I looked inside a window. I saw your mom. And I was just like, okay, 20 seconds of courage. And then walked in, stood there for a second, and saw 10 seconds. And so he had to like and then within that just said hi and started talking, right? It just takes like a couple of seconds of courage. Yeah. Just to be able to say, like, I'm doing it. It's fine. And even if it's not. I will be fine, right? Like, you just got to do it. Got to decide to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. And you're, and yeah, dude. Like, the reason why people come up to you, Abby, is because you are just good energy. Like, hopefully. I mean, I find you to be amazing in so many ways, including your energy. So, aw. You're my thought of the, of the week. Aw, same love. Dude, same <laughs> for you. Freaking, like, Oh, yeah, our conversation the other day was so good. So good. I'm just so fucking stoked about you. God, you're fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> like but, our conversation yesterday? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I felt, yeah, that was so nice. You were just gassing me up the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta fucking uh, add fuel to the flame, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking love it. Like, that's, again, fuck the the small talk just saying like either giving compliments or talking or giving ideas or or just having genuine conversation not something like the weather because god it's so funny whenever people talk about weather i think to myself i'm like we're talking about the weather like Me this too. So much sometimes i'm genuinely interested in the weather though and i'm like fuck but we are talking about the weather like <laughs> yeah <it's> not- <laughs> i do 
<laughs> I do feel conflicted. I really do feel conflicted. And the weather's been so crazy. We're just going to start talking about weather. We're going to start talking about weather, and I don't want to talk about it. No, it's not. No, it's not. Is it that you want to meet more people, Abby, that you want to go out and do things on your own? Yeah, I want to meet more people. What kind of people are you trying to meet? Anyone. I'm open to anyone. Like, I'm open to be set up with people, too. Like, I would love to be set up by a friend. So by dating is what you mean then? Yeah, but I would also I also want to meet more friends. Heard. Okay. But so like, like everyone. What? So any type of interaction. I love that. Yeah. Just letting things be what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I dude, I can I can put you with some people if you want. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'll think about who. Uh, I'll definitely think about who. But I, yeah, highly suggest going alone to an event. Do you have an event that you want to go alone to? Um, well, I was gonna with that um, the rooftop party. I was I RSVP'd and I asked my friend in Portland if she'd want to come mm-hmm. to to LA because she's like she's just so fun to go out with and also queer. So love you can be down. But then she looked at flights and it was like way too expensive. Yeah. So I was going to just go alone. And then my other friend said she'd be down. So I'm probably not going to end up going alone. Okay. That's fine. But um, that could be an interesting one to go alone to. But also a very intimidating one to go alone to. I mean, what I have found is if you're going into a community that you're really excited about, you're not really ever going to be alone. You know, like it might be intimidating, but those are the people that you're probably stoked about, right? Um, for example, with me and music, I go alone to music events because those are the people that I really vibe with. Like they, and I meet so many cool people there because it's just like the energy is pretty similar. You know, it's that community. Yeah. And I don't know how interested you are in this community, but I feel like you are. And I think that you would be able to mingle very well with them, right? Yeah, I think so. I think um, so too. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know any other like. I can't think of any other events right now that I'll go alone to. But maybe like an antique fair or something like farmers market stuff like that. That'd be cute. Um, I think the bar is also a good one. What's a what's another thing that would be good to go to? You can go art events because you love your art. Mm-hmm. You do love your art. Uh, what what are those flea markets? Yeah, flea market. You can do flea market. You can do. Oh, what a really good like in downtown LA. They have a bunch of these, especially for like different, either like small owned businesses or like black owned businesses or queer businesses and stuff like that. Uh, I think there's one called like Black on the Block or something in downtown mm-hmm. LA. I forget what it's called. You should ask Copy about it. He'll he'd love to. He knows all about it but um you can go to like different small events like that that host like food and community right and like are just meant for people to meet people yeah that sounds super fun yeah 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 dude like it's like what's else have you seen insecure Mm, you probably haven't i felt insecure (laughs) 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 that was that was a good one. Um, 
it's, <laughs> show. it's probably like one of my favorite TV shows ever. Okay. Um, but you don't watch TV, so. <laughs> well, if it's um, one of your favorites, that's how I. That's how I take recommendations. If mm, if people yeah. would be willing to see it again, either yeah. fresh or again, just like in general. Like that's how those are the type of shows I want to see because it's like worth seeing again, right? Like you want to be enveloped in it. So yes, I'm, what is, yeah. is this called again? Insecure. Insecure. Um yeah, like Issa Rae's writer, star. I met her once, um, which was amazing. And I was so nervous. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, it's Issa Rae. Um, but yeah, it's really good. And I bring it up because she, her character in the TV show creates this like event in LA. That's kind of like a, it's like a big event slash market slash um, like music festival for black owned and like operated businesses and black mm-hmm. creators. And it's really, it's really cool. Good now. I'll look into it. I'm actually looking into it right now. It's on HBO. Super good. Yeah, my love. Sounds like, like, I'm super into it. I've been actually like trying to find a show. But anyway, 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 we can we can talk about that on a separate time. Um, what are you doing after Arizona? Um, after Arizona, I'm going to that. Oh, yeah, San Diego. Yeah. Uh, again, more people that I just meet. Have you gone to events alone, Abby, just in general? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've been to like a movie alone once. That's a good one. That's a good start, actually. That's actually a really good start. Actually, a couple times. That's, I love that, dude. I think that that's... Finding something to do alone that's in public, I think is so important because it's just really, even if you don't talk to anyone, it's just something that you get to do, you get to enjoy that is a public thing and you don't have to rely on anyone else. Yeah. And I also like always go to coffee shops. I've always gone to coffee shops alone to work or just hang out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a big coffee shop gal. Dude, I love coffee shops. Sight Glass is also a good one. I got a uh, – Burv is great. Burv is great for seeing really hot people and sitting in inc- yeah. uncomfortable chairs for pretty good coffee. With zero um, power to your computer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they do that on purpose. I went on a date at Verb. That's <laughs> Did I tell one? you? No. Um, I ordered like – I ordered a drink or something and he was like, oh, you should have ordered this because like they're really known for this other drink. And I was like, oh, sorry. I don't know. Well, it's over. Thanks. <laughs> and then like we were trading scripts as part of the – it was like a work date almost. It wasn't a first date. Um, maybe mm-hmm. a second or third. He was one of the guys that I did the podcast with before. Um, Got it. Got it. And – I was like, oh, yeah, I would love to have you read some of my script and I'll read some of yours and we can, like, give each other feedback. Mm-hmm. 
and he read mine and he read like 10 pages of it and he was like okay i'm good wow i was like oh okay that's all we're reading okay cool so I read 10 pages of his mm-hmm. but it was just funny that's also just super rude jesus christ and then we went to the grove and i bought him frozen yogurt and he was really touched i guess he'd never had like a girl buy something on a date before heard <laughs> got it what a what a what an interesting interaction <laughs> we made out in my car and he like breathed really heavily <laughs> a key detail i know i remember being like this is weird why are you breathing so much why are you, why are you breathing so much <laughs> this is not how you normally breathe <laughs> Uh, but wasn't wasn't our first meeting at Verve? It was at Verve. Um, at least like first rekindling. Yeah, our first rekindling. Yes. Uh, was at Verve. Yeah, in the back. That was pretty cute. I was like, oh, dang, dude. This is Abby. That's Abby. It's Abby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I remember, I feel like we probably didn't, we didn't stay at um, the small talk zone for very long. No, no, we didn't. I think I was just like, are you dating anyone? And then we dove into it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, actually, yeah, <laughs> on a break currently. Yeah. Very what sad. A, what a, I know. We really <laughs> talked about it. It was so good to like, be like, wow, she's open to talking. Mm-hmm. Something so I also wanted to ask you about was, you were like, I remember you being like, yeah, I'm on this app like field and kind of in like communities like the king community and Mm -hmm. other things and i was like oh i'd be interested in that and then you were like oh well i think you'd probably like have more success probably if you were also interested in women like doing things with women have you ever thought about that (laughs) did i say that yeah i said that yeah <laughs> I don't know how to how to feel about that. <laughs> you don't remember saying that? I remember <laughs> the conversation. I don't remember those exact sentences. Yeah, and I was just like, "What? How does does he see something in me that I don't see?" <laughs> does he see something in me? Uh, no, I kind of just like, tri- like, I don't know. I didn't really want to assume, so I just asked, right? Mm-hmm. I never really assumed someone's sexual orientation. Yeah. And so That's I was like, it's easy something with me. Yeah. And then you were like, but I, I'm sure you do like really well because you're so cute or something. I like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, was I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Pretty, pretty successful, right? I was overwhelmed. I know you're too too successful. I had two thousand people matching no. or liking me in like two days. No way! I don't believe that. Like not in like a you thing, but in two thousand people. It was sorry in in a week. I think I can't remember the exact, but I remember it being up to it went up to two thousand. Um, wow. and it was a combination of like people and couples, and I was just like. That is overstimulating. I was like, 
everyone in the LA area who's open in an open relationship is like interested in me. I love that dude. And probably true. Um, but also I think if you're new, you get like boosted or something. Oh, uh, true. But still, still, that's pretty impressive. My love. It's a good showing. It is a good show. <laughs> uh, this is question 76 out of 100. And it's what animal would you be? Cat, dog, or bird? And why? Uh. Well, I think I'd be a dog. <laughs> 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 I agree, love. I fully agree. I think you'd be yeah. such a dog. Do you know what kind of dog? Um, I'm not sure. Probably like a border collie or something. Or no, are those the ones that are like super good runners? Because I'm not that good of a runner. <laughs> um, like an Australian Shepherd vibe, like an Aussie Her doodle or something. <laughs> Like a little, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably like a little Aussie doodle. You know what I'm talking it. about? I do. You picking up what I'm putting down? I've got it in my hands right here. It's picked up. <laughs> I got it. Um, do you agree or what do you think? What kind of dog would I be? What kind of dog would you be? Hmm. You're very lovable. You're a little Aww. awkward, but like in a good way, right? Just like how I'm awkward. Uh-huh. And you're funny. You're very funny. You're fluffy. You're. I'm fluffy? Like, like your hair is kind of like, I don't know, it just gives me like fluffy vibes. It's not actually fluffy, but just like, I don't know. You just Wavy. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the thicker hair, right? That's yeah. kind of where I thought of like Ozzy and Shepherd with you two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give it that. Mm-hmm. I give it that. Border it's... collie or Ozzy, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because you're also hardworking. I think it's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. For me, I think I'd be a dog. I think I'm too much dog to not be dog, right? Yeah. We'll be dogs together. We'll be dogs together. We'll be dogs together. We'll all a dog together. Together. And we go to the park and we chew our faces off. <laughs> that was my favorite rendition so far. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like we'd be hanging out in the dog park together. Yeah, we definitely would. You'd be yeah. that dog that kind of just like, pause at me and then I like run away and then run back and then like lays on his back and waits for you to kind of attack me. It'd be like that. Okay. That's so specific. That's exactly so what I view. The... Go what? That was how I view our relationship in dog form. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to mind and I stand by it. That I'm the one that's making the moves to play with you and then you're like nah and then you're like, all right. That's no. how I read that. No, it's like, no, I run away. You know how like dogs will like 
like do zooms like they'll like run into yeah. the room and run back all stoked right oh yeah like that kind of run so you're like yeah like kind of getting all like hyped and into it and like baited to like run yeah. around yeah exactly okay that's how i feel really <laughs> we don't have to analyze this <laughs> i kind of feel like <laughs> 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 I'm like, and then I'd paw you, and then you would sniff me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was literally how I view it. I kind of feel like you'd be a Siberian husky, or like I'd be a corgi. I think a corgi. Mm-hmm. Just you don't lovable. give off corgi vibes at all. I've heard quite the difference quite different option or opinions like i'm really hard working but lazy i'm cuddly this butt don't quit it jiggle jiggle don't fold oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see what i else. guess i see it it's very cute and i'm just like i go to are, people yeah but corgis are just so like i don't know like derpy to me have you not met me? I'm pretty derpy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you're a little more like dignified. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I don't agree, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I just see myself as like, I kind of just go around stoked about life, right? I feel like that's pretty derpy. And maybe it might be better to say like a golden retriever. Yeah. Or a lab, because labs are a little smarter than goldens. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, that's fair. You're smart. Well, thank you. I like to think so as well. That's interesting, like, how we see each other versus how we see ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, it is interesting. I think it's also kind of fun to think about too, because, you know, like one, we don't really ask anyone how they view us, right? It's kind of stigmatized now mm. in a weird way because you can feel kind of arrogant and conceited and like, oh, tell me how yeah. I am kind of deal, right? Right. Um, it's also along the same lines of, yo, I'm pretty sick. Like you can be confident about it, but some people can take it as arrogant, right? When you right, say something exactly. like, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm cool or I'm attractive or like I'm smart or like, you know, whatever people will say or like I'm the best basketball player in the world, you know, just small things. And just. <laughs> I think that's not the arrogant. arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I'm just joking. I freaking suck at basketball. It's funny. It's really funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a lot of people say, you know, and we've said this, like the way you talk to yourself is really important. You got to hype yourself up, be confident, um, be like, no, I am great. But then if you say it out loud, like you're saying it's stigmatized to be like in front of other people, they'll be like, oh, well, you just think of yourself as like way too good. And like you think too highly of yourself when it's like. In reality, I don't think highly of myself, but I'm trying. So it helps to like 
say it out loud. You know? I think, yeah, I do agree to an extent, right? I think that a huge part of it, though, is with that last part of someone saying, oh, you're just being arrogant. Um, you got to find people that are also going to say great things about you, right? Um, like you surround yourself with people that care about you. So they're going to say, mm-hmm. or at least feel like they have good things about you um, and say and whatever, however they show love and make you feel good. And then when you say like, yo, I am pretty sick, someone's going to, they're probably going to agree and say, yeah, I've been telling you that, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of what the good support system's like. Mm-hmm. For example, like I'm always trying to hype you up. And then whenever you say like, yeah, actually I'm pretty funny. I'm like, yes, Abby. I, you hear me laughing all the time. <laughs> like stuff like yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Yeah. When you tell me nice things about myself. <laughs> well they're all pretty true dude well they're all true yeah like <laughs> i think i think it's just like really nice and helpful to others when you just start giving compliments for example like whenever i go out to whatever like to an event or something i just like kind of hand out compliments especially there when people are trying to look good right or like yeah whatever um for example, there was like one guy who I think came to the event himself or was like looking for his friends, but he was just alone. And I looked over, I was like, hey, dude, I really like the beanie. And he was just like, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you can kind of tell that they were maybe a little self-conscious about it, right? And yeah, just giving compliments goes a long way. Yeah. And then they go, they just go on with their night with such so much more confidence. Yeah, um, and then they have good energy, yeah. and then it feeds into itself, and then it get, like goes into other people. Like putting po- yeah. positive vibes really goes such a long way. It's so cool. It makes me think about the time. This was like a few months ago when I saw these women like walking their dog down the street, and I was uh, like, "That dog's super cute." So I rolled down my window and I yelled out, "Like you cute dog!" And they looked at me like I was insane. I mean, I've definitely done that too, and I've gone the exact same <laughs> response. I was like, I'm just happy. I'm living life. Yeah, dude. I like dogs, cute dogs. I'm going to say <laughs> this dog is cute, but they were literally like, what the fuck is this woman doing? Yeah, I've only had like two or three people. I haven't done it. Well, actually, it sounds like I've done it a lot. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've done it's the same thing times. as like it's the same as if like you're walking down the street and you say like oh cute dog i guess it's not really because it's like you know no it's eating away <laughs> <True. laughs> yeah it's a little bit quicker paced huh. yeah when i was in new york the only people that were really nice to me when i like stopped them and asked for directions were these people from like england <laughs> they were also tourists <laughs> but yeah. they were like oh you're so unlucky that the only people you've asked for directions are like the brits like, <laughs> we don't know who we are either and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny that's a really good line i'm gonna keep that in mind next time someone asks me for directions I'd be like i don't know where i am either sorry <laughs> yeah I'm just like, this is your house, Antonio. I'm like, no, no, no. I just don't know where I am in life. <laughs> I was 
don't know where I am. <laughs> don't know where generally I am. speaking. I kind of just go at it, dude. That's like yeah. you said it best. Okay, I just don't know what's going on. I'm pretty okay. I just don't know what's going on. All right. Well, we've already just discussed our thoughts of the week. Yeah. Uh, love you. I love you, dude. Yeah. I'm so excited to see you when I get back. All right, love. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Goodbye, therapy thoughts. We love you all. Therapy thoughts. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.